Hello everyone. Hello. Um, wow, I thought we had grown past this. You can never <laughs> shout out to Kate in these <laughs> dangerous, dangerous times. Yes. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Open Africa podcast. We have the usual suspects here. Um, Hello. Have you washed your hands? I believe I have. Okay, fantastic. Mr. Nusa, are you with us? I'm here, I'm here. Again, Nusa yes. is standing beside the sink. Again, doing <laughs> this remotely. Yes. Yes, we are practicing social isolation and social distancing. And we hope yes. all of yeah. you do the same. So, first things first. Coronavirus! What do we think? Like, so in terms of coronavirus impacting society and how, like, would you basically live our daily lives we see a lot of businesses shutting down like the physical store locations or restaurant locations and all of that and sort of leaning more towards um relying on the digital digital delivery services so obviously things are picking up juniors of nigeria you know supermarkets oh yeah now yeah Yeah. uh although to be fair from a health perspective i feel like even those companies still have a bit of work to do because the ordering like ordering is fine but the human being bringing it please can you ask your guys to wash their hands no this bike rider see you need to start doing whatever they're ordering you just drop it outside your house and go that's how you do it Drop it outside mm-hmm. the house. They shouldn't touch you. They shouldn't just leave it on the floor. You pick it up yourself. Yeah. yeah First, because sometimes I look at those delivery guys and I'm like, ah, I'm delivery needs to die. <laughs> you can't be looking like you just changed the engine of my car. What's going on here? But that's the thing now. Um, these, these guys, they, do you know what they deal with on the way? So sometimes I just have dealt with so many drivers, riders that's on their way. Bike pack up. They have to pack by the roadside. Find somebody that will patch the back bike up for them. Then they continue the journey. I go through a lot of stuff on the road. So I've just come to the point where however I see them, I just take them like that and just, you know, yeah. I feel like the, this whole pandemic is going to sort of, it's going to redefine many approaches to business you know for smaller companies you know should we really be paying this much in rent can we divert all that money into um tools like zoom and and um maybe slack and all those tools that aid remote work for logistics sorry you were saying so my thing with all of that is that sounds very nice for like the well-developed countries where internet access is, you know, a simple thing. Like it's a thing that they all have, you know. So you see that, so the guys, like I think hotels at NG and a couple, I think CC Hub guys as well. I saw a couple of people tweeting about, you know, trying to put pressure on the telcos to, you know, offer cheaper data plans so that they can pay yeah. for all their employees to work remotely. You know, yeah. Down there, yeah. MTN sent me a message today telling me that in this in this period, I should go and stop shop for more data. They didn't tell me what to do. Said I should go and shop for more data. Anyway, 
I feel like what's it called? Corona, this coronavirus thing, it's going to kill a lot of businesses. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're, oh God, you're, so many people are going to die. Because, because especially if you're, let <laughs> me you guys, you guys work in structure, you are going concerned. So, yeah, if I look, if no, it's it's not even just. I'm it's, laughing because of how morbid you sound, but I I know that what you're saying is correct. It's, it's just it's the reality. It's the reality. Of yeah, it's the reality. It, it's my coping. It's business, my coping mechanism. Especially businesses that burn cash. Yeah. If you're not going to bring in money in in that period to offset the cash that you're burning, you're going yeah. to run out of money very quickly. This is not Which is why thing. perhaps suspending activities might might be, the, but then again, it, it has that ripple really, down could, effect. You're going to um, suck all your employees. Exactly. That's that's the point I was going to make. Like it has the ripple effect. So you then fire all the employees, and then those ones are now looking for food to eat as you sack them. And then what then happens? Are they going to go hungry? Are they going to buy stuff on credit? We don't have like a mature. Because uh, yeah. in, in, yeah. co- in it, other countries that you're terrifying times to be sure. You're begging they're begging governments to give like loans, um to build build them up basically. Here's like yeah, your landlord is still going to ask you for your rent. Like ask for his rent, like it's yeah. not stopping. I mean yeah. you there's there's really nothing you can do. Like for a con- this is the worst type of country for something like this to hit. Yeah, like it's absolutely yeah. Because I've been thinking about it a lot, and from my point of view, it's like we have two two paths sort of that we can take. One is that it, everything just descends into chaos. You know, crime goes up because people are desperate. Everything is shut down, and we are running up and down. The second scenario, it feels a bit unlikely, but I I strongly feel like one day. Like, if we don't get it under control, Nigerians are just going to come out and just resume, just resume work and just go back to everything that they I will be walking around with the virus. We are either going to die or not. Because is either going to kill your business or is going to kill you, but something is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to die. What <laughs> you get? You guys work for, for a big company. Eh? And I will bet you. If they go six months without making money, they're going to shut down. Or at least they'll email you guys and tell you, hey, we might pay you half salary. This services month. no longer required. Service, yeah, they will tell you that your services are no longer required. I mean, so for me, like, I mean, obviously, I, I'm, I'm in both sides of this. I'm in the startup world and I'm in the, you know, the corporate, corporate world. world. Startup end, I mean, we've had to, like, shut down, uh, shut down our services. And our services rely on us you know, moving people from place to place. And if you can't move people from place to place, it means like we're literally not no making any... <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have yeah, zero power coming in. Um, so it's a tough for time our, for, the, yeah. for the country. Yeah. As a whole. And I feel like people are going to have to find very innovative ways to make, if any. There are some yeah. people that there's, there's just, like there's just no hope. The only thing I feel they can do reasonably is offer up prayers, especially when you consider just how Prayer. responsible the Nigerian government is. Because, see, so yeah, like this is the time 
for for like businesses to start i don't know if it's if you start you pivot or you start adapting to the times but yeah i, I mean there's okay. opportunity Sha. There's right. opportunity. like especially those delivery businesses that exactly this is the time to build the biggest network of dispatch riders that you can possibly build yeah because there are a lot of people that are out of jobs yeah you know. yeah well then again you know on this podcast many times when we say something we always circle back to um the question the issue of multi-dimensional poverty in nigeria do you think guys do you think that we have a middle class and, and upper class like or a middle class essential to be fair because they're the ones who who use a lot of all these delivery services do you think we have a market big enough to accommodate all the pivoting so i'm i'm thinking the likes of say so fresh now right so fresh today when i entered their outlet they had moved out all their seats so you like you can't sit down you can only take you can only buy and take out mm-hmm. and then they had like three delivery bikes but in the event that you can't even walk in anymore do you think that they will be able to like maintain sales on the basis of deliveries like the number of things that they ship so i think i'm struggling to articulate this so uh because so the thing is like nigeria the way like living in nigeria generally is just expensive so you're paying your you're paying you pay for your power you pay for your uh, you pay for power but you're not just paying electricity what's it called discos you're paying your generator fees as well right you're paying for i don't know dstv or whatever i think that just generally living is expensive and then most people like ordering out is not like something you do all the time it's something that you do like maybe once or twice you know depending on how you know where on the scale of middle class to upper class you are like ordering food in is not something you do all the time so then in times yeah. of disaster where you don't know if your next paycheck is guaranteed living yeah, off you-, you know eating out daily first of all safety concerns are there but then also like the cost of doing that perhaps is not you know so yeah, yeah my my that's my theory is that it might not pan out but if where it goes from um ordering out being a luxury becomes a necessity so say people are trying to limit their movement limit where they go out they don't want to go to the market they don't want to like if the only way for you to get essentials is by how is by want somebody bringing it to you i'd say we go into a state where not many people can bring can move their cars anymore like not many people can drive on the road it's, it's, there's like li- limited number of people allowed on the roads and that limited number includes delivery guys now this break this is a unique opportunity for for this delivery company because if they're a lot you can drive down the cost of delivery and, yeah. if, you, and if you can drive down the cost of delivery it doesn't it moves from being a luxury to becoming normal mm-hmm. so again i think That's it's another point I get so that you're looking at your essentials. So this is like ordering your essentials, yeah. so your groceries, your yeah. know, medical supplies, or whatever. It's like your essentials, but not ordering like already. Yeah, no, not ordering, so not ordering like food, yeah. but you start shopping online. Yeah, being like, online now becomes the new normal. Because I feel like, for me, I feel a lot of yeah. the things that happen in this period, a lot of the behaviors that we learn in this period will become normal behavior after we pass this yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's why many people are betting on on um, certain kinds of stocks. Admittedly, this is outside of, of Nigeria. In the US, for example, um, video conferencing and technology guys have... Um, exactly, like... 
once you start have sort of performed decently recently because everybody's adopting it now because they have to like before you wouldn't use zoom or you wouldn't use hangout but now that you have to work from home your team has to use it like that's the only way you can get work done and to like make money or whatever so it becomes yeah. like a necessity yeah. then companies start like, after they should not start reevaluating it's like maybe we don't need this many people in the office maybe we can do this thing remotely maybe we can automate certain certain things yeah yeah correct so it will change it will change the mentality depending on how long it's bad for people start adapting and start mm-hmm. new ways yeah. to cut costs for new ways to do things and if you're a company in that space that can enable this innovation god you're going to make money going to make so much money yeah uh we've even found that um many businesses have started asking people to to work from home at first they seemed reluctant to do so but even the banks are now banks are sending people home and i think that's it's going to that's that's one space that I'm very interested in, in in what happens, like what next after this. If we find out that everybody can actually work from home, like you can, your IT team can give you permissions that will let your core application run over the internet. Do you really need to put everybody in one place like this? Or do you really need all those branches? If people have learned how to transact yeah. digitally, do you really need all those branches? Correct. Correct. If it goes the way I think it will go, and this is me looking at not the worst case scenario, but maybe the third worst case scenario, it will change a lot of how we do business, not just in Nigeria, but globally. Yeah. And well, speaking of opportunities, though, so we've seen that you verify an identity management um, company in Nigeria and raised $1.5 million seed investment in the midst of all this coronavirus madness because obviously being able to identify people has now become top priority. And I mean, I'm not, maybe it's not because of Corona, the race, but for them, it's a good opportunity because now big banks. Yeah. Start looking at remote onboarding, like remote account opening. Yeah, the people really need to fill form. Mm-hmm. They need to come inside. Mm-hmm. In fact, do we need to be printing all those paper? Like CEOs are going to yeah. be looking for new ways. To be like, man, to be fa- to be fair, no, sir, I think you are absolutely right because I'm thinking now about the, the bank branch and what goes on in there, and these are literally things that you, you can do remotely. There has just been zero incentive on the part of the banks to to um, to, to set make- it talk for the oh, yeah and this is the one unique event that has forced their hand and it's like guys we have to do this thing yeah yeah i think so i think even the regulator might like have to for those things that it is the regulator that is driving the, the back-end process they might have to revisit some of those things mm-hmm. this is it's a good say there's an opportunity there's opportunity I mean, a lot of people are going to die, but there's opportunity. When uh, as, when people when there's yeah. disaster, there's somebody that's making money. There's always somebody making money. Well, in addition to the coronavirus, we also have the situation with um, oil prices going on. So oil has now, as of well, as of the day we're recording this, we're at twenty five dollars per barrel, and the Nigerian budget was basically done based off of fifty five dollars per barrel. Um, so obviously there's a huge deficit um, for us in terms of finding it's, funding it's, for that. It's called we are in trouble. Trouble. It's, it's in trouble. trouble. The only thing that can help us is if Corona even gets these two people to stop Russia and Saudi to stop fighting. Like, yeah. it's like okay, guys, we need to. People need to go home. Reduce your output because this is I think oh. the worst combination yeah. of things. Like I, ah, God. I, I, what I think about it, like all sorts of things are happening at the same time. All sorts of things are happening at the same time. It's like it's just disaster. 
yeah. in the middle of this for didn't the cbn say that they have some stimulus package that they are yes yeah, so they have some stimulus packages that they, they crashed the rates of the intervention funds now i believe you have more insight yeah so for context right you might have seen um, intervention fund mentioned on social media so those funds typically refer to special funds that the cbn provides to um, businesses in certain sectors of the economy because it's part of their drive to develop those sectors for example um, agriculture being one of them uh, so what happens is that for a normal bank loan um, the bank provides the capital that is being lent or borrowed by the customer but in the case of an intervention fund it is essentially the central bank that provides that fund so it is priced cheaper uh, usually single digits and then they hand it over to the banks to lend to eligible customers within that sector so agriculture being one of those sectors i think um, healthcare is also one of them recently they had one for creative um, they called it the creative fund or something like that. So if you are like in Nollywood or or you're like in fashion and entertainment, you would qualify. I mean, subject to you meeting certain um, standards in terms yeah, criteria for your business. So what they are doing by not just crashing the funds, but also providing a moratorium for some businesses. A moratorium is basically... Um, a period in which you don't repay your loan they are trying to soften the blow that's what is going on in the um, global economy is causing i'm not sure if that came out coherently but basically what they are trying to do is help businesses yeah so by reducing the amount you are paying in interest and giving you a window to you know not pay back it helps you raise cash as a business and we know that cash flow is king for any business so it, admittedly this this was a very good move on the part of the central bank like out of all the things that they've done in a very long time this is one thing that is really really commendable so credits were due they tried for this one yeah um in the midst of this as well we have cbn intervening again because as we all know when calamity strikes some people will make plenty of money and the bdc started <laughs> hoarding cash hoarding effects and driving rates up to their you know benefits um and i believe cbn came out and caught that's, a couple of them find them five million naira each that's too small that's wickedness <laughs> no, that not, five million is small they should have find them like 50 million. But you know, the problem is that it's like them then get those businesses. Shall revoke their license? Ah, No, you can't. For do you know why it is horrible? Because BDCs get those funds from the central bank at a fixed rate. Mm. And they give it to them to sell. To, mm-hmm. on um there are conditions to which they can sell so for every dollar that you buy on the streets of nigeria a significant portion is actually from the central bank when they report it back to the cbn only god knows how they report it 
but every dollar sold in Nigeria has a purpose. So when BDCs get money for like maybe three, five, six or three, five, seven, and then they just decide to start hoarding and selling at four or five, that's that's wickedness. Goodness. For something that you are getting cheap. Five million. Yeah. Five million is a slap on the wrist. Well, I mean, I think they're just trying to let them know because you know they normally find banks now. Banks really chop fines easily, but BDCs have always gotten away with stuff. So this, I believe, will be a wake up call for them. Let's wait and see, shall. And then the the CBN also adjusted. They said it's not devaluation that they are adjusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> adjusting price. I can't even say this. I can't say it without laughing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as if it's what's called volume control. <laughs> the volume reduce the volume. <laughs> oh my god. And and I know it's weird that I'm saying this considering that I just praised them a few minutes ago, but it's our regulator now. Wow. No, it's like yeah. on the inside, eh? I'm sure I'm sure they have they mean they mean well. They mean well. But sometimes you just have to uh, <laughs> Accept defeat. Bros, what's going on? <laughs> Do you get? Like, Just devalue this coins. Let all of us let all of us move on. I'm sure the guy is like, oh, we can't just say it's devalue. To send the wrong message, bad for morale. Sometimes it's t- it's good to be bad for morale. At least let morale go down. It can't, it can't get lower than this. Corona is here. Yes. So it can be high tomorrow. Uh-huh. Well, very soon they'll say yeah. five people have died from corona in that period you just announced that yes you devalued the naira yeah anyways i think we've come to the end of this episode all right any parting yeah. words parting words stay safe people stay wash safe. your yeah. hands you dirty pig don't leave your house don't leave your house stay inside the yard well, this is essential. Yeah, that's the real thing. Don't leave your house. They do all this washing hands, staying out of Yeah. Anyway, goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace out.